Hello once again, my dear engineers, to computer vision system tutorials. Today we will be focusing on age detection and half transformation. Okay, let's start first by getting our libraries done. Okay, there is one more thing to re recap. Uh, some students tell me that they can't imagine the way we plotting our channels in the last tutorial. So I made up another example just to visualize what we have been doing. Okay. Uh, this is the image. We read the image called the colored. Okay. And here we are iterating on the channels and making each channel or each two channels with respect to the three channels of zeros. Okay. Here is we here made channels of one, okay, the channel number one an image called the channels and the image or and the channel number two in the image called the channels is equal to zero. Okay, we tend to clear all the values of these two channels and left one only, which is the index number zero and it is the red channel. And so on here in the second F, we tend to make the index of zero channel equal zero and the index of the channel number two equal zero the third one we made channel number zero and channel number one and left the third channel to be a real values okay here plotting or showing of the image here is the original image which is a colored image of a monkey the red channel intensity and the green channel and the blue channel okay Someone asked me uh, why these four images are colored while the one we have been doing is grayscale or lagged image. Okay. Uh, the first method or the first approach we tend to do is slicing the image into three separate channels and plotting each one of them individually. So Python thinks that we plotting a grayscale channel or the or a grayscale image which consists of one only channel. Here we plotted the three channels, but we changed two of them to a uh, zeros only. So the only intensity in the image would be the red channel or the green or the blue. As you can see, the red intensity here is the most as is the nose of this monkey which tend to be red okay a green would be its intensity is a maximum we're in this in his hair and behind his nose and the blue channel also like the green one okay moving on to the new topic is the derivative and ages okay what is an age an age is a place of rapid change in image intensity function. As we can see, this is an image, okay? And this image, we can notice that we tend here to move from black area to move from a white area to a black area, okay? And from this black area to another white area. To, to our eyes, uh, if we tend to select our edges, we would say this edge and this edge. But 
for a computer, we tend to define the age as the, in the rapid change of increasing or decreasing in image intensity. Okay, so here is intensity of 255 as a white. So we tend to move to zero as a black and another rapid change 255. If we took that line scan, that red line scan and plot it individually, we would find that the intensity here would be 255 and there is a drop down to zero and arise again to 255. If we took this image and get our first derivative of it, we'll find the following. That there is a hole right here, which tend to be this step of moving from white to black and this peak from moving from black to white. So we can define here, or we can explain this derivative as we find the ages of the image through this derivative A operation. Okay, let's move on to the image gradient. What is the image gradient? It is the gradient points in the direction of the most rapid increase in intensity. Okay, we can define the gradient as the slope of or the direction of increasing or decreasing in a pixel intensity. So if we look at this image, we can see our picture or our image tend to be a white, then it goes from white to black. Okay, so the gradient of this image would be in x-axis with zero respect to y-axis. While the other, while the other picture, uh, it is moving to down or moving downwards with respect to y-axis and zero in x-axis. Okay, the gradient is moving down to the y-axis and there is no moving in x-axis. While the third image, it is moving in both x and y-axis. So we can call the gradient of an image, it is the derivative of both x-axis with respect to the image and y-axis with respect to the image. Okay. Uh, okay, we get we got or we know how to go how to get the gradient of an image. Let's see the gradient direction. If we want to get this direction, we would get we would get the tan theta of uh, the inverse tan theta of the a pose derivatives or the y derivative over the x derivatives. The amount of change is given by the gradient magnitude. If we want the magnitude, we will get absolute or the norm of f. And it's like the equation distance square root of both the derivative power 2 of respect to x and the derivative 
to in the to the respective y power two. Okay. Uh, how we get this work done in image processing or computer vision? We just multiplying an, the image by a filter or a mask of these masks. Where this mask is looking or moving to the x direction and this moving in the y direction. Here is the x, here is the y for everyone. Here is the circle. We have to write it before, and there is another one here, the third one is right there this masks or this or this kernels is tend to get our ages from an uh, image okay uh first there is a problem there is a mistake that uh, most of the students will come into uh that here is the Y filter. They apply the Y filter as moving from the bottom to the top, which is not right. Okay, you need to move this filter, not by irritating over the rows, then the columns, over the rows, then the columns. You need to irritate this filter. We have an image here. You, know, you need to irritate or multiply this filter moving from upside down and then moving to the second column upside down, not the x axis approach we tended to use. Okay, a second uh, problem or a second mistake you have been doing. Uh, that the positive values must be okay. We have here. It's clear. Okay, we have here two. Okay, you can zoom thing, things out. We have here two or three rows. Okay, this is the positive row, and this is the negative row. If you are iterating over an image, you must get the positive row in the direction of iteration okay you can't iterate with the negative values that's wrong okay so in this case if you are iterating with this filter you must iterate from downside to up in this direction for every column okay you can't iterate from upside down or from left to right this will not produce any result. Okay. In case of x-axis filter, the right values tend to be to the right, so we can iterate normally like we did in this way. Okay. Okay. What if if I don't need or if I don't want to iterate from downside to up? If I need to iterate like that. Okay, all you have to do is replace this positive values with this negative values. Okay, and this is applicable to the three of them. Okay, okay, this is 
some filters or some we call filters sometimes a mask this is some masks you can apply it in any picture or any image and it would get your edges back okay okay but in the real world we don't get what we expect okay here is an image which called f of x or a signal which is affected by some noise right here and some noise right there uh visually you can see there is a slope right here or there is an edge right here that's the edge we are looking for okay when we apply the derivatives and or when we get the derivatives of this image we will hope to see a peak like that representing the edge we are trying to find but what happens is the signal right here we tend to see the noise all away the signal okay why this crashes cause of noise so we have made an agreement and another approach to get this signal done okay what we made we get we get a gaussian filter or a gaussian blurring filter and got its derivative okay g is denoted by the gaussian blurring filter and it looks like that on 2d okay and got its derivative to make this shape okay this is a derivative of gaussian filter and then multiplied this gaussian filter or this gaussian kernel through this signal okay as expected the gaussian filter or the gaussian blurring filter will smooth down this image okay and the derivative that the gaussian is multiplied to would tend to get this edge back okay as we can see when multiplying the image the f multiplied by the derivative of the gaussian kernel we would get our hoped signal back where is the peak of this signal is the edge we are looking for okay okay uh so there is a question here okay uh in a normal in a normal image not a noised image uh which is b which is the most preferable okay first multiplying the image by the derivatives of the gaussian this is number one two getting first the derivative of the image and then multiply it by the gaussian in the first we would get the derivative of the gaussian which is 
3.3 filter. Number two, we would get the derivative respect to x axis of the f, which is can be 600 multiplied by 400. Okay. Uh, in number one, we would get the derivative ones in 3.3 filter. Number two will be iterating over this image, 3 by 3, getting its derivative. Okay, if we will not iterating over the image and getting the derivative from the first step, we will be getting a derivative of 600 multiplied by 400 image, which will be more CPU consuming or more load to the CPU. So it is easier to get it once to the filter and then multiplying this filter by the image. Okay. Let's move on to how we detect edges or, or how we move from gradient to edges. There is four steps we need to discuss first. We must apply the smoothing derivative first. Okay. What is the smoothing derivative? Is it is the derivative of the Gaussian filter. Okay. Why we would do that to suppress the noise, to make the noise fade away, and to compute the gradient or to compute the derivative. Okay. We will apply the Gaussian filter to suppress the noise and compute the derivative of this filter okay second step is thresholding okay which mean to find a significant gradient okay thresholding we have uh the image have many gradients we need just the 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 the, the noticeable uh gradients only okay the dark or the right or the sick edges only we don't need the noise to come up so we made a thresholding set the step we may we make a sun out of these edges or to get a localized edge pixel okay let's imagine we have an edge that looks like this okay this edge is a little bit of sick we need to get just one line from this gradient, uh, from this edge. So we would localize this, this, this line or this sec line as we would see. This is the minimum point. This is the maximum point, and get its. average okay okay the third step is setting out these edges okay okay uh the fourth step is to link or to connect the edges after doing the edge detection filter or the edge detection operation we'll find that this human has a lost 
connections or a lost lines or a cutted lines, we need to connect them back. Okay, let's see the steps and move on. Okay, this is the original image of Lena. The second image is finding the gradient or applying the edge detection filter. Second step is thresholding. We zoom in a little bit. Here is the gradient or the edge detection filter. We got these lines. The second, we get the thresholding. Uh, note that the, in the thresholding step, this line fades away. Some of the lines we don't need to, like that, like the second line here, is also fading away. Then we used to make a thinning, which we mean this thick line, we can thin it up like this. We need an edge, not a thick edge. Okay. Moving on to this to the last step or the fourth step is to link these lines together. As you can see, on Lisa's head, there is the line, but it is cutted or dotted. These points, that line is not connected. We tend to connect them together. Okay, this is the hardest part is how to connect these dots or these lines together how to make the computer connecting these lines together and knowing where is this line should start and should end or should continue in the image okay <clears throat> uh here is he says linking lines used doing a point vote vote why you mean by vote is that we iterating over the whole image voting uh over all the points all the points given a vote to uh this line should continue the right way like that okay how are we doing a vote we don't a vote through half space okay so let's recap before going to half space the first step is getting the image second step getting its gradient or getting its edges third step thresholding this uh, thresholding this edges to get the right or the important or the significant edges only the third step is sending or getting just one line not a single not a not a set line out of these edges we just want the most important lines okay the fourth step is linking these lines together or the cutted or the dotted lines together to get our shape back okay how we would get this fully connected lines or mostly fully connected lines through voting okay what we use here is that we would use half a space to create this missing dots or this missing lines okay here is the image space and here is half space okay if we draw a line right here in the image space like that 
When we convert from the image space to half space, the every line in this image would convert to a dot in the half space right here. Okay, so every line in the image space would be converted to a dot, just a dot, a single dot in the half space. Okay, how this could be beneficial to us? We could convert things up. What what do I mean? We would convert every dot in the image space to a half space, which it could reverse what we should have been doing. Okay, so every dot in the image space should be converted to an image to an line in the half space. Okay, what is the idea behind that? Okay, these lines somehow gonna cross over each other in some point. Okay, let's make the points red. Okay, there is a matching here, there is a matching here, there is a matching here, there is a matching here. Okay, what we mean by crossing over that they can intersect each other. Okay, where is the point of the most intersections? This area. Okay, this is a point, right? The intersection of the points or the intersection of the lines can represented by a point. Okay, and we could take this point and represent it back in the image space as a line. Okay, let's take a live example. If we have a point or a line like that in the image space, and we would convert this point to a half space, we would find that these lines will look just like that. Okay, okay. We take this point and convert it back to the image space. Okay, when we converting a point from the half space to the image space, it will be converted to a line. Okay, and this line would be perfect, the perfect fit of the dotted line in the image space. Okay, let's just recap what I'm trying to say here. Okay, if we have a dotted or a dot in the image space, that dot can be converted to a lines in the half space. And if we have a points in the half space, we can convert them back to a lines to an image space. Okay, that's how we convert the those dots we have to a lines in the half space and get its uh, perpendicular or uh, it, each crossing line uh, to form a point somehow and go and get the most crossing line or overlapping line over a specific point and convert that point to a line 
in our image back. That's how we connect or uh, link our edges, our points together in our image. And by this part, we are gonna recap all the things we have took in this tutorial. First, we started with the derivative or the edges, and then we got the gradient and its magnitude. Then we uh, discussed further the derivatives and the noise affecting the derivatives. And the edges process or the edges steps to get the edges or to get the paste edges from an image. And uh, there is a part here which called which can edge detection does. There is a implementation in Python uh, for a canny edge detection, which does all the first three steps, and then we use the half space to connect these lines together again, forming the image that we want. Okay. And then we discussed the half space. That's all for today. Uh, the next time we're going to do an application doing all we have said in this tutorial. So study it well and be safe. Uh, see you the next time. Okay. Bye bye.